In this week, we are in Parshat Noach. A Parshat, which is somehow in popular culture, is a story which has not only gotten a lot of attention, but where the attention has been focused is completely different from where the rabbi's focus has been. In popular culture, we talk about how God said to Noah, I'm going to build an arky, arky. We all know the song. We love the animals. We love the ideas of water filling the earth and then hope and then the dove. But that is really not the focus of the rabbis. Instead, what they do is they focus their attention on Noah himself. And they begin with questioning if Noah was righteous in the first place. Now, it says in the text that he was the most righteous of his generation. But honestly, it's not saying very much. It's like saying, out of all of the convicted felon, felons, prisoner number 24601 is the most innocent of all the prisoners. It's not. It's not a very high bar. But it's not just who he was in comparison to those around him. It really was about who he was as an individual in the world. As with many moments in the Torah, who the person is, is actually revealed in their name. His name is not Noah, even though that's how we mostly call him, is Noah. But that's not his name. It's Noah with a chet. And there's a big difference. Noah, it comes from the word to sit and to be still, to be comfortable. At Camp Swig, the camp that I grew up, down in the peninsula, the activity after lunch was menucha, rest time, from nucha. Now, conversely, the name Noah, as we write in English, is N-O-A, which is one of the most popular female names in all of Israel, is the opposite of Noah. Noah means movement. The fundamental problem with Noah is that he did just that. He sat and he did not act. Noah was told explicitly that the world was going to be destroyed, that everyone was going to be wiped away. And then what did he do? He built an ark for himself and his family. And the entire world was destroyed. He accepted the world as it was versus being like other figures we see in the Torah who do not accept their current reality and then fight for a better reality. We see Abraham yells at God and questions God when he is told that Sodom and Gomorrah are going to be destroyed. When Moses is told that the people of Israel are to be wiped out, Moses stands up to God and fights for the people of Israel. The rabbis Look down on Noah because he is not a man who understood what his role in the world was, even though he clearly knew how bad the state of the world was. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel wrote in an unpublished manuscript that argues a Jew is not allowed to be neutral in the world. There's no such thing. One is either using their time and their actions to bring God in the world, or they are actively allowing darkness in the world by either doing evil or, similarly, doing nothing and allowing evil to flourish in the world. When one looks at the world they're living and they know what the right thing to do is, 
They know how the world should be. It's their obligation to actively use their time and their lives to dedicate themselves to bring light into the world. Dedicating oneself, it does not mean dedicating only a part of oneself. Where one has part of their life dedicated to bringing light into the world. No. This is something one must do with their whole being. One could argue that Noah, he did do a mitzvah. I mean, he cared for the animals and his family. But this is a piecemeal approach because Noah had an obligation to the world and he did not engage. He didn't even try. What becomes revolutionary about Judaism is that the people of Israel, they do not just hear the voice of God, but rather the people of Israel become the voice of God. When this occurs, Heschel writes, quote, There is no separation between the subject and the object, the divine human integration. What is different in Judaism is that awareness of God is not found by trying to understand the nature of the universe or why we are here, or waiting for guidance from something beyond me. Rather, Heschel says, the Jewish form of religious experience is always in acts, in carrying out a command, in our instilling a spiritual quality into the things that we are doing. When we don't do when we stand idly by, when we are undecided, we are no longer aware of God. Wherever you are right now, when you think about the world that you live in, the state of the world that we are in, you know what's working and what's right. With every single fiber in your body, you know what is wrong with the world and what is lacking. And it's not just how you respond to the misalignment of these two worlds that you're aware of. But rather, one of the biggest questions is if you respond. If you are a Noah who sits comfortably only caring for yourself and ignoring the rest of the world. Or if you see something wrong and are a Noah who cannot sit still because you have work to do. And if you choose to be a Noah instead of a Noah you are taking action that makes you an extension of the divine. Living in this moment that we are in, days away from the most consequential election of most of our lifetimes, there is no time for neutrality. There is no time to step away from the world. We are a people that do not sit like Noah but are a people who move like Noah. We move into the world. We engage with the world so that no one will ever be left again when we all know that the waters are rising. Can you hear that song?